0: Covid. <laughs> Hi, welcome to another video and podcast. I am uh, Leslie Davidson, your High Priestess of Holy Spirit at the Church of Beloved Presence. And today, actually for the next little while, uh, we're going to be talking about the core principles of the church and basically of me. The core principles that that run uh, this program, that run um, the work that I'm doing here. There's really only one uh, rule, <laughs> but there's others that also are associated, and it's good to talk about them as well um, but today we're going to talk about the first truth ha Gary Gary oh, he just he likes to be involved uh today we're going to talk about the first truth uh and the first truth is um that everything is one and it's it's all loved and <laughs> Hello. Uh, And the first truth is everything is one. Like literally we're all one giant thing together. We're all connected and it's all loved unconditionally forever. No judgment about anything at all. Like the most unconditional love that I've ever felt before. And this came out of my mystical event, which I'll link around, link in description. Um, There's another video, don't touch the mic. What are you doing? Just lie down. Just lie down and I'll pet you. But when you like wander around and stuff, I know that, I know you were calling earlier. You want me to pet you. Just lie down. Just lie down. Lie down. Cats. They got to do it their way on their time when they want to exactly the way they want it. It's why I love cats so much. They totally mirror me to myself. (laughs) This happened during my mystical event and, uh, it changed my life forever. I've talked about it a little bit, but I want to get a little more specific about it today. It really changed how I perceived who I was, how I perceived the world. Uh, You are literally we are literally when we come face to face with anything in the world coming face to face with divinity It's literally what how the world is set up. It's just So hard because all of us can suck so bad (laughs) That it's so hard to remember that so hard to remember that we're coming face to face with beloved presence every day everywhere and everything in Everything. Everything's made up of beloved presence, of divine energy, of universal source. And so even when people are shitty and rude and assholes, they're also beloved presence. It's just they're being dicks. It's makes it really hard. For a little while um, after the mystical event, I was really good at remembering that. And the fact is, is that when you when you come face to face with someone who's being a dick and in your mind, you are thinking, uh, specifically, Oh, this is beloved presence. I'm coming face to face with divinity. It changes them. It changes how they interact with you. Uh, there's something about that holding that belief as you behold someone that changes the interaction. And I've become actually really bad at doing that. Um, I have become very judgmental about how people treat me um, and it's easy to do because you work in retail for a little while and you'll become judgmental too. It's a really difficult, difficult um, service job. Any kind of customer service job is difficult to remain uh, connected to source and remember that everyone is beloved presence because man, people do not act like that and it's really, really hard. And I don't know how long I can work in retail because it's so hard for me to, uh, remember the truth. So whose problem is that? I'm not sure. (laughs) That's not a topic for today. Uh, but it literally changed. It literally changed everything. It changed how I perceived the world. It changed how I moved through the world. And that is the number one truth. That is the only thing that I know. That's true in the world. And we'll get back to that later. Oh, no, we're going to talk about it right now. Because what happened uh, after my mystical event, after knowing, and I want to talk about the knowing. That's, that's, That's what we need to talk about. When I had my mystical event, I knew the truth. And it's the difference between knowing it in your body Um, instead of just knowing something in your mind, I knew the truth of existence that it's we're all one and it's all loved unconditionally without judgment forever and that it's all okay. I knew it in my cells, like in my cells. I didn't just know it in my head. It wasn't just an idea. It was an experiential knowing in my body. Uh, and I don't like, unless you've had that happen, I can't explain it to you, but it's different. Like, I'll never doubt that. That's real. That's absolutely real. That's true. That's true forever. That's true. Like in any situation, there's no caveats and it's the only thing that's true. It's the only truth that exists really. Now afterwards, uh, about... Probably 10 years later, uh, I went through what's called the dark night of the soul. And I'll go into it uh, in a lot more detail in another video, but a lot of people go through the dark night of the soul before they have a spiritual awakening. I haven't really read about people having a spiritual awakening and then going through the dark night of the soul, but that's what happened to me. And that's what I know. I know what happened to me and that's what I can share with you. And now you don't have to rub your face on the camera stand. Okay. Oh, I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. So now I'm going to leave. So peace. All right, Gary. I love cats. (laughs) Um, Right. So my dark night of the soul, basically what happened is I still was holding beliefs that weren't true. I was still holding on to um, false false beliefs about the world and divinity and how it all worked. And they were based around ideas of um, safety and saving. Um, I still had ideas that uh, beloved presence acted like a parent, like a parent God, and it would come down and save me. Um, I also had false ideas about uh, about how my spiritual beliefs would keep me safe. There's a lot of false ideas. I had false ideas and the dark night of the soul will, will take away from you everything that isn't true. And essentially that's what happened. It took two years, it took 18 months to two years. And it was a, it was a hard time in my life. Uh, I still enjoyed life. I could still go out and do stuff. But any time I was left with myself and my own thoughts, it was a very depressing time, because the things that I had relied on to be true and to keep me safe and to make me feel good about my life and myself, were being taken away from me. They were being blown away. And that's what it felt like was, um, was almost a divine wind that was blowing away uh, things that weren't true, and a sense of falling uh that's that's all that I can ascribe it to is is i didn't feel like I was falling in a physical way, but I felt like I was falling down into a hole um on a spiritual and mental emotional plane. Everything that I tried to grab onto turned out to not be solid and and that's what the process was is Falling down, grabbing on, and having it fall, and grabbing on, and and having it not hold me and fall, and they were, they were beliefs. They were beliefs and ideas about the world and how the world worked, and what was true. And uh, I fell until I stopped falling, and that was again. I fell onto is it loving and inclusive? That's it. That's all that's real. We're one. We're all one, and it's all about love. And it's fucking simple and hard as shit. Hey, so this is future me. And uh, as I'm editing this, I realize that I need to step in here and warn you before it happens. Or let you know that this is about to happen. I'm about to have a little um, breakdown. A little emotional. Um, going into the sads okay I go into the sads in about five seconds so I wanted to um, just prepare you if you wanted to stop watching now I get it or you want to start to stop listening because I don't know that I'm gonna edit it out I I think it's important for it to be there the fact is is that um, I'm still in the sads because uh, what this brought up is um, some kind of core uh, shit stuff that I'm working with that I'm trying to move through. It's been with me for a long time and it's paramount um, to following my purpose and, and doing what I came here to do which is to talk about spirit and um, it has to do with body image and value and deserving and failing and a lot of um, really painful kind of stuff so uh, I'm okay, you know, I can be in the sads and be okay and live my life and still laugh and have fun, but it's a—it's like an iceberg of, you know what I mean, iceberg meaning like there's a little bit at the top that I kind of cleared off, but there's a ton more underneath that needs to come up to the surface and um, be felt and expressed and let go of so there's a lot of processing. Um, there's a lot of, um, of just feeling and being quiet and reflective and I'm okay. And I'll let you know more as I know more, but I just wanted to warn you before it happens. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks. Live your life from there. (laughs) Live your life and fail every day, fail every day at not It's a giant too. Welcome to the spiritual path. Definitely not all joy and roses. Well, I'm going to come back to that and uh, figure out uh, or allow that to process and find out what that was all about. I suspect it's... uh, guilt, and shame, and judgment for not being able to uh, live my life all the time uh, in alignment with my core truth. The core truth of, is it loving and inclusive? Have I been loving and inclusive every moment? No, Clearly not. Uh, Clearly not. I like how... I like how emotional expression like that leaves me with a sense of emptiness afterwards. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but the way I envision it is an emotional release is like unthawing a frozen piece and letting it go. So you can imagine it as water or vapor, something that was frozen and held has been thawed and flowed away in water, released like a gas. And what's left is an empty space where that frozen used to be. But it means that something else can take that place. And normally what we have wrapped up in in frozen, when we're holding emotional uh, beliefs or trauma or pain, when we hold it frozen what we're holding back is joy and that's almost always what happens right now i i have a partial relief i'm aware too of being doing all of this on camera which is a first for me uh normally i just get to cry on my own <laughs> and i don't do it publicly <laughs> do my own emotional work by myself um but that's what happens. The emotional release happens, and oftentimes there's just a sense of emptiness, which is fine, because uh, it takes a while to process. It takes a while for for that to move through, and sometimes I don't have any conscious understanding, real understanding of cause and effect of what it is, uh, of what has been released and what has been healed. It's just, it is what it is. And I I no longer try uh, and find a conscious understanding that's like a logic side that doesn't often, and isn't always helpful. But I always feel lighter and calmer. <laughs> it's not a video unless Leslie cries. <sighs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Jesus Alright, um, so yeah Is it loving and inclusive? And like I said, it's super simple But it's really, really hard It's super hard To live from that truth And I know that we have Fallen our face forgiveness It's, it's, it's a gift to us Because there is no judgment And we're loved unconditionally We have fallen our face forgiveness uh there is no judgment for uh, for us to, for anything and I like let me be clear for that we're the only ones that judge okay spirit doesn't judge beloved presence doesn't judge at all ever about anything we literally can do whatever we want here whatever we want but it's always got to be paid back okay like you can do whatever you want horribly painfully destructively you can do anything you want you'll never be judged for it you however will judge yourself and you will have to experience all the pain that you created that all comes back that's karma at its best is that it all comes back and it has to be paid. The equation has to come out even. You have to balance the equation. It's always, there's there's only balance. Is it loving and inclusive? Is it balanced? Like, and that's the, is that's the thing is you can experience anything you want, even terrible, terrible, horrible things, but they're not for free you have to pay it back. So what do I want to do? Create a whole bunch of shit? No thanks. No thanks. Like the Wiccan creed, well one small part of it, any harm none, do what you will. I mean, it's the best thing. So is it loving and inclusive? I ask that question for pretty much everything that uh, that is a question I need answered for. In my life, about spiritual philosophy, uh, belief systems, even like politics and belief, and there's a lot of not inclusive and not loving in politics. Like most of it isn't. Most of politics is is corrupted and terrible. Uh, most of government is corrupt, corrupted and terrible, because definitely not inclusive or loving. But for me, it's the barometer, it's the framework through which everything gets, um, gets judged as whether it's accepted or me. It's my discernment. My discernment is through the lens of, is it loving and is it inclusive? I'd known, I mean, I think we all have a certain sense uh, in our core that we're all equal. We have a sense that everyone is equal. Like I, I feel kids definitely know that's why they call out, "Oh, not fair," cuz they know. They know that we're all equal. Like I remember as a kid knowing that we were all equal. We were different. We weren't the same. Equality didn't mean same, but it meant that we were all valuable. We all had a right to be here. We all deserved to be treated well and to have what we needed like there was just a sense as a child that I knew that that was truth and that was right is it loving and is is it inclusive follows through with that and I've just recently found out that there's a belief system a spiritual philosophy called animism which I don't know a lot about it and I'm not I'm not probably gonna look too far into it because I'm not interested in naming myself as a particular theosophy or theosophical pathway or whatever, it's I'm not interested in following a prescribed path. Um, but it was interesting, interesting for me to find out that animism is the idea that everything has a soul, that there is no, that human beings are not the uh, pinnacle of spiritual development because we're the only ones that have a soul on the earth like fucking wank off with that right like i'm so fuck oh, it makes me rage because it's it's so much a belief system that has created such fundamental problems in the, in the world right now like it is is generally a source of of all the ills capitalism environmental destruction just racism, like just everything is based on the idea that certain humans or humans in general are better than anything else. Um, and then within that, of course, certain humans are better than anyone else. And then, you know, you you can hierarch it, hierarchy, you can hierarch it all into, in any situation anything can be made into a hierarchy to make some people better than others and it's just bullshit like it's not based in any kind of truth it's not real anyway animism is the idea that everything that exists everything that exists has a soul has a has a spark of spirit there's this thing called an animus mundi an animus mundi it's the world soul and it's why it's why my my belief my philosophy and my worship is so Earth-based. There are religions, there are a lot of religions that tend to want to dismiss or bypass being physical in favor of some some other ascended betterment state. Uh, Ascension seems to be to leave the body behind and ascend to some ethereal place. And I think that's also bullshit. There's nothing not spiritual about material. Like so many religions have turned being a physical body into a sin. Like, "Ooh, you fucked up. No, you're back physical again. Mm, too bad. Try again. Try and escape from trying to escape from from the rounds of samsara, from from the physical." And I I'm not saying I understand what that that means. I just know that there's this and I might be un- misunderstanding it. Okay, I I fully accept that I am not uh, a, a Hindu expert at all. Um, there's a lot of things that I love about Hinduism, but and Buddhism as well. But the inherent um, sense of of the inferiority of the material realm, and the fact that it is um, something that you're supposed to negate and deny, uh, feels fundamentally not for me. I, I see it more as we're spiritual beings having a human experience in the physical world and this physical world is here to teach us about how spirituality works in a dense physical plane. It's not separate from spirituality. It is spiritual itself. It's just slower and denser and the waveform is much longer. The cause and effect here is much longer for things to work than you would be used to on an etheric or spiritual plane. So, that was really long that's number one of the core principle of is it loving and is it inclusive okay that that's the first truth the first truth is that we are all one and it is all love and from that comes the question is it loving Is it is it inclusive and everything else that I talk about all the rest of the core principles always always refer back to core principle number one this is the only one that really matters Like really all the other ones are good ideas and things I like and aspire to. And they're my core principles. This one is like the universal principle. All right. So thanks for being here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for sticking with me as I went and just cried for like five minutes. (laughs) Got a, gotta let that process. I'll come back. I'll let you know, uh, what comes up for me about that. This is pretty intense cause I'm finding as, as I uh, do more of this, uh, there's always a balance. What I'm doing outside is working on the inside too. And it's starting to move up, uh, stuff that I haven't been looking at. There's a lot of, of, uh, themes of, of guilt and shame and not good enough that come up when I present to the world. So it's just what happens. Can't let this stuff stop you from going ahead. It's going to be there. You can't be perfected before you do your work in the world. I mean, that's a good, solid, good, solid advice. Just start doing it because all that other stuff uh, will work itself out. Thanks for being here. Uh, I really appreciate your support. I really appreciate you um, giving me a like or um, subscribing or checking out the Patreon and joining up there if you'd like to support uh, more videos like this. Uh, Say something in the comments. Let me know uh, if you like this. Let me know if you want to see more stuff like this or what else you'd like to see. I'm open to it. I mean I have I have a plan for what I'm going to be creating, but I I like input. I mean, this is for you. I'm doing what I think is the right thing to do, but I'm also interested in, in what you want. Okay. What will help you? So interested in that? Let me know. Good having you here. Good seeing you again. Talk to you soon. Is it loving and is it inclusive? Is it loving and inclusive? Pew, 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 pew! That's nice. What a hard thing to live by. We're all one. Uh. (laughs) What the fuck was that? Okay, bye. Um, it's not COVID.